Hello and welcome to the OJ Podcast. My name is O, over there is J. <laughs> That's up, y'all? Sup, yo? Oh man. The OJ podcast. We got we now, now we gotta stay now we gotta now we gotta stick to our guns. I know, man. We gotta rebrand this thing, the OJ Star Wars the podcast. The OJ Star Wars podcast. <laughs> Not the OG, the OJ. Yeah, the OJ. There you go, there you go. My name is Toby Valais. That over there was Joel Young. How you guys doing today? Yeah, yeah. What's up, y'all? It's good yeah. to be with you again, Obed. It's a pleasure as always. Yeah, good to be here, man. How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing real good. Um, you know, I, as you mentioned in the beginning of the OJ podcast, someone pointed that out to us earlier uh, earlier in the week, and we were like, oh, yeah. my gosh, we got to bring that out of the show because <laughs> how did we not think of that sooner, right? Our yeah, exactly. Obed and Joel. Uh, yeah, man, it's, it's, been a, it's been a busy time, good time regardless. I'm looking forward to being nice and refreshed this upcoming weekend. We have a little extended weekend, you and I both, uh, from uh, you know, with, with time off of work and whatnot, so that's quite nice. Um, so I'm sure you'll spend time with your family. I'll spend time, uh, you know, recuperating and, and probably playing some more Jedi Fallen Order. But uh, which I yeah I gotta do because we gotta talk about it here in the show and, and and also in person as well. Um, with that being said, uh, I got to go out and see a little movie by the name of <laughs> this is a movie that has changed its name it was Birds of Prey and the and the fabulous emancipation of Harley Fanta- Quinn. Fantabulous. Fantabulous. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that movie changed its title to Harley Quinn Birds of Prey. Oh boy, which they should have done a long time ago. I remember a lot of the commentary when it was announced that was the official official title with the Zerpoint marketing and and uh, posters out with that that the previous title that they had. I do recall that was a big um question mark like, wow, that's a mouthful, that's weird, doesn't make a whole lot of sense to the average movie going audience. You know, those of us that are comic book fans, sure, we're going to watch it anyways. But, you know, when it comes into marketing, marketing, people are looking for Harley Quinn. And they're going to say, I want to see the Harley Quinn movie. I mean, how many people think go up to the box office and say, hey, I want to see Birds of, Play, Birds of Prey and the, fa- and the fantabulous emancipation of Harley Quinn. No one's going to say the whole title. They'll say, give me the Harley Quinn movie tickets. Yeah. And the, the ticket taker is going to know what to talk about. Yeah, so, definitely. That was a, that was a missed, uh, missed opportunity in marketing. Um just to avoid confusion and have people know exactly what this was, right? Um, not that the f- fandom knew, because we right. all knew what this movie was about, right? But not the, uh, I'd say for like the casual audience, uh, it could have been a little bit confusing. Also, this movie did not do very well, Joe. Yeah, yeah, it did not do very well. It was predicted to come in at about 40 mil and ended up dropping to 33 um, you know, word of mouth on it was quite well. Um, they, they didn't do a good job of letting that embargo release earlier. Maybe they were concerned more so of, of uh, you know, that they were going to have negative reviews and didn't get a real um, good sense early on of what it was going to be. So usually it's a defensive move. Let the, the embargo lift right before the film comes out can be a positive, can be a negative. This was a negative because not because the reviews weren't good. The reviews were around. 80, 80, maybe 83% or something along those lines for, um, for general online critics and then like 86% for audience reviews when they started seeing the movie on, on opening day. And um, I ended up seeing it on the Friday night. And, uh, you know, after watching the movie, I said, okay, this, this movie I didn't think was going to be a movie that was very long enduring, long lasting just because it doesn't have a, a great rewatchability um, factor to it. It's one of those you just kind of sit through, watch it, 
meh and keep going. Um, it's it's a it's an entertaining movie. It's it's comedic. It actually has good personality to it. It leans strongly on Harley Quinn, which is what the movie needed to do, which is why the title should have been from the beginning, Harley Quinn's Birds of Prey. I, I, I never went into this movie thinking I'm watching a Birds of Prey movie. It just I thought it was a movie that was Harley Quinn and her Birds of Prey friends that are going to be in the movie at some point, right? Um, and that's really – so I wasn't surprised, but that really is the way that the movie kind of goes. It's her story, and then she begins to introduce these other characters. And there's, there's no real backstory um, – for 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 a couple of 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 uh, of where of why characters are where they are today, it's just a quick. This is what happened to them bad, and then this is where they are today. But like, there's a whole large gap in between of what really happened with these characters. It's just like they like the world doesn't know who they are until all of a sudden, uh, you know, when they all collide with Harley Quinn and, and the main mission of the movie. Um, the mission of the movie is quite weak. To be straight, to be straightforward, um, you know the Black Mass is after a MacGuffin, and it's just not um, it's not intriguing enough for me. You know, it's not like we're like talking about you know I'm not trying to compare to Marvel, but like you know Infinity Stones or something that's like interesting. It's just something that's about money, really. At the end of the day, uh, and, yeah. and 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 that's just not for a superhero movie. Kind of dumbed it down. I thought, um, yeah, I thought Black Mass was really cool, but at the same time, like you know you don't really get real black mask until towards the end of the movie you just get a kind of a kooky uh villain for most of the film zaz is pretty cool i liked him at the end of the day obed i'm not going to recommend to people to go out and watch the movie um i'm, I'm just wow. not I, I would actually say wait to watch it at home rent it at home um you know it's it's not a bad movie but it's not a great movie and if i feel mediocre about a film like hey i laugh sometimes and i had a, had a good time for a friday night you know seeing it but but it wasn't a movie that i left going out i was really good so i definitely gonna say you know probably could skip it all right wow interesting i know that it, just going into mild spoilers here we're not sure. gonna really like go in, in in too deep uh the only question i have for you was was there any joker presence and how not and how ambiguous it was because that's that was you know something that i was very curious about i mean i really don't care about that this movie that much to begin right. with so just you know going back and and knowing that uh that the, the, there is some sort of rest reference to mr j in the movie but if you want to just go ahead and 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 tell what that is uh if you're interested if you're not interested just skip skip ahead a minute but yeah <laughs> yeah great question obed um you know it, mr j is a very integral part to this movie to the storyline of this movie especially from the very beginning um he's if you're looking for mr j to show up in this movie he doesn't i'm just gonna shoot it straight like that and save people some time um, but Mr. J is, is a strong presence for the film. His impact on his relationship, the whole premise beginning with Harley Quinn having a breakup from the Joker. Um, this is kind of her, her, her solo. That's right. The Joker's not seen the movie. She's, she's broken up with him relationally. Um, and there's cartoons that are, are, are illustrated um, showing a cartoon illustration of the Joker. And there's even a, a drawing of the Joker that we see in the movie. Um, and that's not, a clear Jared Leto Joker at all. Um, like, like stuff that would make it very obvious, like the tattoos and all that kind of stuff, not drawn in any of the art of him. It's just 
you know, pale face, green haired, you know, clown looking person. Um, and then they do have flashback sequences uh, to Suicide Squad. There's direct connection to Suicide Squad for the movie. Okay. Um, but they completely cut, I mean, not even like a shoulder shot of the Jokers in the movie. Um, so it's like, did you know the Joker was in that those scenes and you're, you're alluding to the Joker, but you're not showing anything of the Joker. Um, so I thought that was really interesting. And so if you're going into this movie saying, I hope to see some kind of Joker, whether it be Leto or it be Joaquin, I don't want to disappoint you that there's no Joker, but there is a Joker presence. Okay. All right. That's, uh, that's fair enough. I mean, going back into just touching into Joaquin, he just won an Oscar. He sure did. So, uh, so there's that. And maybe DC will approach his movies in a different way. I know that I don't know how open uh, Joaquin is to just going into more serialized type of character. You know, he picks his roles, right? Yeah. Uh, so I don't think that that he would pick or continue the role for just role's sake. Maybe, maybe he's just tired of doing this like, like fancy artsy thing that he's doing. And maybe he'll just have fun from now on. <laughs> uh, I mean, considering how depressing his, 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 uh, uh, his speech was at the, Oscar, yeah. at the Oscars. Yeah. I mean, hopefully, hopefully the guy can, can, you know, lighten up a, a little bit and, and maybe, you know what, <laughs> maybe this is fun and, and he can just roll with the character. I mean, they loved him. I mean, that's clear, right? Right? You know, the fans loved him. The academy loved him. So why not just take the opportunity and 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 make this character into something bigger? So uh, I think that would be a good call. But we will see. Yeah, like I said, man, I have zero interest in this movie. I'll watch it whenever I watch it. It was like Suicide Squad. Right. I watched it because I was having uh, at that point I had a trial for HBO. And 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 the, it was on, and I watched it. That's mm. the, the I didn't pay, you know, didn't pay to watch it. So yeah, it's not integral to even if there is going to be a you know a Shazam two or or something or you know obviously Wonder Woman's coming up. It really is not integral to the larger DC storyline at all. Joel, before we move on, um, now that you mentioned Wonder Woman, do you want to talk about that cheetah leaked? Like, oh, like thing that got yeah. out there with like that, like the full Sheeta costume. Um, I, cause you, you texted me, you said cats too. And, <laughs> and I, and I yep. looked at it and I still, it's, it still looked better than, than the cats and cats. Right. <laughs> so I, I'm interested to see how they're going with this. I'm pretty sure that they're going to try based on what happened with cats. They're going to try and, and stay away from having, Kristen Wiig do like crazy cat stuff uh, on screen, so maybe they'll tone it down. I, I mean, this movie's been filmed for a while now, though. Yeah. So that's a that's a big problem. But so they they've had each now. Well, they've had time to work on the VFX. Hopefully, they're they're gonna be better than than on the first Wonder Woman. Not that they were bad or terrible, uh, but they were rough in some in some areas. Um. But yeah, man, what do you think of, of that? Uh, that it's, just, it's just one little picture. That's it. Yeah, just from that one little picture, I had to send that over to you because I, I was talking to you when the Cats movie came out, and I was like, you know, the one time you can kind of get away with similar-ish graphics, you know, or, or appearance rather, would be like, you know, Wonder Woman, how they do Cheetah. And, 
And uh, I'm, of course, hoping for better, you know, just because of the execution of that was still weird. Um, you know, for this, looking at this little glimpse of a picture, I'll judge it when I see something in trailer or actual footage in the movie. They could save for the movie. The movie's going to be out, you know, this summer. So we've got, I, I, I'd be willing to wait. I don't need to see anything more than maybe that little promotional art because it's really just more so art than it is an actual still image. So, um, you know, hopefully it doesn't look as flat as it does in that picture. Um, it it, it kind of gives me very <laughs> weird feelings. Like how cats maybe just did not make me feel like it's, it's uh, as practical yeah. as I would have liked it to be, right? I'd like to see a little more. DC has been more practical, generally it, speaking. It looked, it looked um, more practical for sure. I mean, at least yeah. on that snapshot versus the cats and cats. Yeah, uh, she's got was, a head of hair. And, yeah. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah, where, where you have like, they, they it's basically a, 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 a fur-covered a fur human body. Uh, that's basically how they did it in cats with a tail. Yeah. And, and it was creepy. So th- this looks more, I-, I would say, more natural compared to cats because it, it does look like like a sort of suit, and you know, there's there's things going on, but it's a it's an interesting choice to say the least. For sure, can't wait to see what it looks like in final product. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Not much on my end, dude. Um, only thing I did over the weekend was play some more Death Stranding. So I went back to that after doing the the. Uh, the Kingdom Hearts DLC that that was still pretty challenging uh, last time I played it, but uh, I think I'm just gonna you know basically leave it at that. Um, Death Stranding is still very good. Nice. It is still very frustrating, and it's um it, it's an experience. <laughs> it's a it's an experience, man. That game is an experience, and I am not too far deep into. Uh, a lot of the story stuff, like there's stuff happening. Mm. Um, there's there's this weird things that are that are happening with with BB that are that are interesting, and just uh, like I like I mentioned before that the gameplay loop is very addicting. Now they're giving me more tools where I can make the gameplay loop a bit better. I don't mm. have to, you know, basically have a, a pillar of of stuff in my backpack and and. And be able to use like a like the little hover like tray that you can just put part of your cargo in it. Um, and the and I got the uh, like the, the 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 leg the exoskeleton for the legs for, lets me carry more weight. So I'm, I'm getting a, I'm getting a little bit more mobility. It's still challenging. It's still very challenging. Uh, I got to this part where I. Just basically, like, actually died a couple of times for the first time. Wow. Where, yeah, I mean, not, there, there's no like dying in the game, right? Per <laughs> se, at least not now. I don't I know. I, I haven't seen it. I mean, that's the whole thing of the game, right? There's like no dying. Um, but I did get caught by by a BT, and um, I was I was trying to scare the BT away, and something interesting happened because i lost my cargo so i was like all right i'm I'm, i ran out of grenades i don't have any any of my pee and poop grenades here so so i gotta i gotta i gotta just run away from this bt and i i I got my stuff back in the in the uh uh in the backpack so i was like i I just put my stuff real quick and i'm just gonna try and, and and crawl up this wall and try to get out of there um but i i get the stuff on my backpack and the bt got me again uh, or actually, like did like swipe and and hit me, 
and and the cargo was broken so it's like oh the cargo's broken and then basically cargo's broken that's your game boy yeah or car cargo spoiled something like that it was a on the on the game over screen and and basically you get to respawn after that um the good thing is that that this game it, it gives you the opportunity to play it in very different ways so when i I got caught by that by that BT. I followed the same path, but I knew what ha- what had happened. So I was actually able to make it out of that BT area without getting spotted, um, and that was pretty good. So it's very like once you it, it it feels really good whenever you have to traverse and and through a BT area and not get spotted. It, it just feels great. It's like oh man, that was awesome. This really feels good. Um, did a, a lot of the game has a has building has a lot of building in it, resource management and um, and, and a lot of constructions and everything. Uh, it, it's it's deep. The game is mm. deep for for the for the amount of time that that game was made on. It's very impressive. Uh, again, the music is like man. Uh, it's it's funny because I was listening to the uh, uh, Near Automata uh, soundtrack this week. And and it reminded me how much I love that game, and it reminded me how much I love the music in that game as well. Uh, but the the music in Death Stranding is is man it is it is top notch, dude. And then the selections they had from uh, from licensed music as well. It's just it just fits the game so good, and it's great. I'm having a great time with it. It's frustrating, like I said. It's it's a very intimidating game, and and you have to commit. And I think this game is going to be one of those games that I, you know, don't go in and try and finish it. It's not going to be Persona 5. I was like, let's go, let's do this, let's finish it. It's going to be a game that I play over the, you know, one weekend and then the next weekend I'll probably play for something else and then go back to it. It, mm. it feels like that kind of game, right? Um, I'm, I'm still undecided or whether or not to pick up the uh, Street Fighter 5 Championship that comes out uh, today, if you're listening to this on Friday, comes out today, uh, and I, I'm, I'm I'm still debating it. I, I don't know. I don't know. But my concern is that I'm gonna get it and not gonna play it. And and there's a lot of stuff that's coming out there soon that I really want to play. So I, I don't know. At this point in my at this point in the PS4's life cycle and at this point in my life, uh, I don't know if I'm gonna go back to Street Fighter Five. Uh, may just wait for for six if that's going to be a, a thing in the next few years we'll see um uh but you know what uh, you know i i may just go back to it so i never know but yeah that's uh that's all i did I haven't done any anything crazy i'm hoping to go watch sonic this weekend so uh, yeah, i heard it's pretty good so so i'm hoping i'm hoping i can uh schedule that with the family so we'll see man. yeah same we'll probably talk about that movie next week yeah, hopefully that'll be that'll be good. Yeah. All right, man. So let's just go ahead and jump into a bit of breaking news that uh, that popped up just uh, about an hour before we started recording, and uh, there is a screen test very similar to what they did when they did that that screen test for the Joker, where they just released it out there yes. and and had like fans react on it. Uh, well, they're doing the same thing for the Batman suit, um, and we can see uh, that it is clearly Robert Pattinson wearing a Batman suit. 
that I like the design of the suit because it looks really uh, rudimentary. What I don't like is that lighting on the trailer is awful and makes the suit look like it's Daredevil instead of Batman. Um, so the, the little you can see of that suit, it looks yeah. really good. And, and I like it because it looks, it looks, like I said, rudimentary. It doesn't look sleek. It looks like put together. And I like that. Uh, so that, that looks, that to me, it, it looks pretty cool. Uh, it, is it just me, Joel? Or does, does the suit looks like it has like, uh, like goggles or, or like some sort of like eye protection? See, I didn't see that because I kind of, I know this is going to sound weird to some people, but I thought I saw like his eyelashes actually sticking out the side of the, the from the eyes. Um, so it didn't look like it to me. It did, it did look um, like a, I don't want to say small, but just the shape of it kind of looked kind of like how, um, like how Daredevil looked, right? Like yeah. most of it is fabric. And then you see how a little bit of it is like actual, um, like kind of like that helmet protective um, look, which is more like to your point, more practical. Correct. Yeah, yeah. It looks practical. It looks good. Like it, it, there's nothing against it. Uh, the lighting is awful. Uh, yeah, you can't really see his eyes on uh, on the on the uh, at least the picture that that's here. Sure. So I'm not I'm not 100 sure if that's gonna be a thing. Uh, I I think that would be that'd be pretty cool. Like if be a Batman that you can't see his eyes. Um, you know you can wow. tell. You can tell a lot by by people's eyes, right? So just covering his eyes would be would be, I think, a genius move. They yeah. do that. Um, yeah, it'd be very different. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I, I like it. I like it. Yeah, I think the biggest question mark, like you said, it's little. It's from the little that we see, we like. Um, it's not hard to get a Batman suit uh, right, but yeah. if you get it wrong, <laughs> we will. They will come for you. So it's cool that they that they're they're smart. They got a nice design going on there. I like the new emblem, uh, how, how that looks on there. It looks really cool. But <laughs> was it the, the, the part of the top of the cowl, um, there's only so much we can see to your point. And, and my, I think I, I really can't wait to see a total look because I've been very interested to see how high is the bat ears on that cowl. They're saying it's, that it's not too hot. They're not too high. Yeah, you can, they're saying that, but you can't tell from the footage. I can't wait to see. I think the reason they put this little teaser out was to your point, Obed, see people's reactions. There's still time to change it if they really needed to, if people were like, I hate this, and then they just make tweaks to it, right? Um, but I think they expected also some good marketing. It's a smart move. And yeah. also, they're going to probably be filming outside some stuff. So at some point, inevitably, yeah. you're going to see a guy in somewhat of a bat suit, even if some of it's going to be some CGI, like capes and stuff like that. So like, you're, inevitably, you were going to see the suit, so it's smart they put it out now, but the filming going on, but the ears, man, I was actually really hoping that it was uh, quite high, the ears, on that, the way that suit looked. Because I could just imagine, like, that classic, especially that he's got a more slender figure. No offense to Ben Affleck. You know, it was, uh, you know he was a husky yeah. Batman. But yep. but this this would be pretty cool to see a little return to that um, classic high Batman ears. But I, I can't judge it without seeing what it looks like. The short ears, it might look better depending on how the complete look is yeah. when we get there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I was just over here laughing because it's like when you mentioned it's like it's not it's not hard to to make a good Batman suit, but it, but when you mess it up or whatever you said, 
Uh, I was like, man, when has there been a bad? Oh yeah, there yeah, was a bad bad bat suit. nipples. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. we know the bad nipples, though, boy. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that's nuts. Yeah. Whew. Thank God that the uh, dark times for the dark night. Yeah, the dark dark times <laughs> for the for the dark night, indeed, man. Oh man, that movie! I always forget that movie when it's We could have a whole podcast episode on that on that Batman and Robin. movie, man. that's a it's a rough watch bro yeah that was a rough watch back then still it's i can just imagine how yeah oh yeah yeah i can just imagine how bad that movie stayed it's aged i I haven't seen it in in many years and like i don't know maybe like 10 15 years or so but yeah yeah that's a doozy uh but it looks good i mean he's got yeah he's got the rise uh face shape for the suit yes for sure. So so that looks good, um, but yeah, like the, the year thing is gonna be is gonna be interesting. I heard that it's gonna be uh, based off of uh, there's a Batman suit that's actually on on Arkham Knight. Um, so they were saying that it's gonna be very similar to that suit. And the emblem part kind of looked like the Arkham Knight suit. It does. It, it very yeah. Because he doesn't have ears, right? So I'm wondering if this is like a prototype thing. Like maybe it could be like a prototype suit that right. he could be wearing, and then at the end of the day, he just alters it and, and goes for the full Batman thing. So uh, yeah, at this point, we don't know, right? Uh, but it's 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 cool to speculate. I'm excited for this movie. You know, it's it's Batman. I'm excited. Uh, the the thing with uh, Birds of Prey and why it doesn't interest it interest me, and and I'm just gonna say this. Um, because I know that there's ha- there's been quite a few points of contention out there, and it has nothing to do with uh, the movie being you know quote unquote woke because that to me is just dumb. No. No. I mean, I'm not I'm not participating in any uh, any of, of that commentary. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's a it's a it's a B tier character with a with a bunch of like C and D tier, yeah. yeah, you know, uh, supporting characters. Uh, so at the end of the day, it's just that for me, Harley Quinn by herself or whatever the group or whatever that she's doing uh, just doesn't do anything for me. Just like Harley Quinn is Harley Quinn when she's with Mr. J and by herself, it's probably, it doesn't, just doesn't do anything for me. Uh, so I'm not, you know, it, not, it has nothing to do with like female cast and, you know, Ian McGregor being out there and being woke and none, none of these things, right? Um, it's just that the, the company, that, that, specific character um benefits uh, greatly from uh from the joker and the joker being missing is just it won't doesn't do anything for me i would but now you'll say yeah now sorry I, i'm sorry to interrupt man i just want to get this off my chest go for it <laughs> it's like and i'm not saying i'm not saying that you know a female character needs a male character to be better right i am not saying that because wonder woman's a great example of a of a, a female uh, driven action hero superhero movie uh, that she could be doing stuff by herself and it doesn't really matter because she's awesome. But there's certain characters, um, and and there's also male superhero characters. Uh, it's it's the same with you know uh, X Men with uh, Scott and Jean. Like Scott is super boring. Jean makes Scott better. 
Absolutely. It's the, it's the opposite. It's a great explanation. So, you know, that that's why I'm not just interested in, in, uh, in burst spray. So I just want to do, I just want to put that point out there because I know that there's been some, you know, points of contention you know, around it. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You were going to say something. I'm sorry. Man. Oh, no worries. No worries. We're good. All right. All right sweet. <laughs> uh, do you want to move right along, sir? Or do you want to take a quick break? Uh, we can move on to the next thing real quick. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, there is a Sony mystery movie, <laughs> a Marvel movie for 2021. Yep. Uh, Joel, I was not aware that uh, the sequel to Venom is coming out this year. So yes, you just told me about that yesterday because I wasn't aware of it. Aware of it. Um, that is actually uh, a lot quicker than I was expecting. Yes. Uh, and of course, we got that Morbius trailer not too long ago that looks actually pretty interesting. Comes on July. Yep. And uh, there is a, 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 an unannounced marvel film uh coming in 2020 october 2021 to be more specific uh joel what do you think's going on man yep so i did some digging into this because i was talking to you and i was like is this a marvel studios pairing is this a sony marvel like what does this fully mean because it was it wasn't very clear in the initial report doing the digging that i've done it sounds like this is a sony marvel not a marvel studios pairing film it's supposed to be more so of the spider Spider-Man, Sony spinoff, another continuation from the spinoffs I've been doing, like how Venom was the first, Morbius now is the next one. This is the same year as the sequel, or really the third trilogy film for uh, the Spider-Man um, Far From Home, Homecoming franchise with Tom Holland. It comes out the same year. It just uh, comes out a little bit later now because that, 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 that third fil- Spider-Man film comes out in July, if I'm not mistaken, of 2021. So in October of 2021 is this next spinoff movie. My guesstimate, and this is a pure guess, is that it's going to be one of two things. It's either going to be a Craven movie or it's going to be a um, it's going to be a Venom versus Spider-Man movie. I, I think that, I don't think Tom Holland's presence is much, if any, in Venom 2. And I don't yep. think that's a bad thing. I think it's fine. But I strongly feel like um, the implication of whatever happens at the end of that third Spider-Man movie, they're going to try and make money off of it, capitalize and continue with Tom Holland there. It's Venom and Carnage, Joe. <laughs> See, I think Venom Carnage is what the actual movie is. It's the Venom 2 movie. Okay. Because of Woody Harrelson being the main you know, villain, being Carnage in the movie. Well, I feel like that's what that movie is, but I could be wrong. Well, I mean, it could be, they, they could definitely face off and, uh, and, and uh, you know, Carnage going back to the to the asylum but then gets broken free by you know the the you know the doppelganger and yeah shriek and, and all these people so oh man it's gonna be interesting man i'm excited because even if it's not a you know a marvel studios thing and it's a sony thing which is what we always expected for maximum yeah. carnage what if they can get uh Captain America to make a cameo and Reed Richards. Uh, now that we have Reed Richards that, confirmed. That, yep. <laughs> and, and now that's, and now it's a, it's a great way of them playing nice between Disney. Like we'll give you this, if you give us that. But uh, the last thing I was going to say that it also very well could be Obed is that Amy Pascal still counting on her, her, her big sinister six movie. that she's wanted for so long that they even tease in the Morbius, uh, you know, um, trailer. I thought so you were gonna say the Aunt May movie. No, which was that's a spy oh or gosh, something. No, that's whew. 
<laughs> that was that was June from the day it was announced. But yeah. this, but the Sinister Six thing, she's been pushing that for like a long time. Yeah, she's been pushing that since the uh, the first uh, yeah. Amazing Spider-Man came out. Amazing Spider-Man, yeah. So it's been a, it's been a few years. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm interested. Uh, again, I, I'm I'm definitely gonna check out Venom too. Um, not sure if it's gonna be in the movie theater, but you know, whenever it comes out, I'll watch it. Uh, Morbius looks interesting. Like I think it's that that there was something very charming about that trailer, and and I think that it, it's probably gonna be worth a watch. I think that I think Morbius it's gonna surprise people. But will it do well being in July? It's tough to tell. Yeah, yeah um that's that the movie should have been an october movie yeah. yeah and then and then push venom to like christmas yeah uh, that would have been that would have been made more sense in my opinion uh just because morbius being you know vampire type of halloweeny type Halloween, of yep. type of thing so yeah yeah that would have been that would have been better um hopefully but, sony will be at uh, comic-con and they'll have a nice little uh reveal of what that is because it's 2021 next year i mean you know yeah we're early in 2020 but Time will fly, and they gotta start filming whatever that is probably by the end of this year. Um, so we should know soon. What else comes around that uh, that same time? Uh, in twenty twenty one? No, on uh, July. On July. Ooh. Uh, All right, so I'm, I got I got it here. Yep. Uh, so Morbius comes out on the thirty first. Uh, before that is Jungle Cruise. Hmm. That's a big one. That's a big one. Uh, Friends Ditch Patch is not. That's not gonna do well. Um, Barb and Star go. Vistel Mar. No one. I don't even know what, what that is. I don't care. Uh, all right. And Bill and Ted's late August. So. Mm. And then okay. before that, it's Tenet the week the week before on the seventeenth. Uh, that's gonna be a big one. Uh, um, and go and before that is Ghostbusters on the tenth. So, those movies are going to be fighting for a while. Even yeah, if it's, even if yeah. it, if Morbius is is number one, it's going to yeah. suffer from those other movies. Yeah, it's going to be those three movies basically for the entire month. It's going to be like Ghostbusters, Tenet, yeah. Jungle Cruise, Morbius, and they're just going to go back and forth. Wow. Um, you know, I'm assuming Jungle Cruise to do really well. Same. Uh, because of you know, even Disney, and well, I mean, we've seen flops, right? Like the sure. the Mars movie or whatever. Uh, but The Rock is in it. Exactly, and, uh, the know, Rock, once, Emily Blunt, Disney. Yeah, 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 and it's a you know it's a beloved ride. Uh, I know there's going to be more of an adventure comedy, which which is great for this type of movie. Parts of the Caribbean vibe. Exactly. Yeah. So I think I think uh, I think they're not they're not too bad because after after the thirty first, you know, August twenty first is when they have uh, the next big movie. So I think they they have room to breathe after it comes out. So it may do it may do well. Uh, Joel, I totally forgot that there's a Monster Hunter movie coming out this year. There is. <laughs> With uh, Milo Jovovich and uh, uh, Paul W.S. Anderson directing. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know, man. Um, let's see what else comes out after that. Uh, Venom 2, another Halloween thing. Um, the Eternals, it's uh, November 6th. Yeah. And do-do-do-do-do. Uh, there's a lot of hype for Dune. That's in December. Uh, Cruits 2. No one cares. Who asked for it? All right. I don't think... I, I It has a good shot of doing well. 
So, so we'll see. Yep. All right. Now, Joe, let's go ahead and take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. So let's go ahead and jump into some gaming news. We want to talk about that Xbox One X Jordan edition is coming out, sir. Yeah, it's, do, a fancy, it's a fancy looking console. It's uh, a, a beautiful design, cool packaging. And that's all I can say about it because <laughs> what does it do? It plays games. What games does it play? I don't know. Same games that are everywhere. Forza? Forza. Gears. Oh, man. Um, it's a, it's an interesting uh, collaboration. Yeah. Um, nice. You know, uh, I'm pretty... I At this point, Xbox has released so many special edition consoles that I, like, I've really lost count. There's just for, for everything they do a special edition. Um... Oh, like 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 uh, reggaeton fans are gonna be, <laughs> are gonna be oh, going yeah. after this thing because yeah. Jordan, right? You gotta have everything, Jordan. Like yeah. I, I guess if you're a collector, like if you collect, you know, Jordan. For, sure, for sure. If you're really big into that, right? You you know you would get uh, get the console and not open it. I mean, more than likely because you probably yeah, already have an Xbox. Yeah. 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 But uh, I mean, it's uh, it's something that that's out there that looks kind of neat. I like the the red color on it. Same. Um, you know, if it would have been like a like an all red Xbox without the logo, I would have preferred that. But hey, you know what? People like the brands, man. So yeah. so Jordan, you, everything you do, you uh, <laughs> I I ain't judging. So. <laughs> So there's that. Nothing. Uh, nothing much to say on that. But uh, a big story, Joel, is that Mr. Game Awards himself, Jeff Keighley, yeah, is skipping E3. So it seems like it's just not developed. You know, not not just publishers and and hardware makers. Uh, also people that are very uh, pivotal to the industry. I think Jeff Keighley, uh, for as much fun as they poke at him, I think he deserves a lot of respect because he has done a fantastic job bringing video games to the mainstream and making video games feel like art to other people, right? To, you know, people like you and me, if we play a game that's, compelling yeah we'll call it art right yeah but jeff has done a a great job at at putting uh games front and center and uh and it's a big deal uh, so you know just have him having to come up with the idea for the game awards and bringing it to cable first on spike when when, you know, when spike was around and now you know, doing it all by himself and uh, and online, and and I think that last year's show was actually pretty good. It was a pretty good show. So um, Jeff has my respects. I uh, I I you know I, I really admire the guy. The guy has a, a unwavering passion for video games, and and I feel the same way. And um, and I really respect him. So Joel, he's keeping E three. Um, it's saying that. He just doesn't feel comfortable 
communicating uh, or, or not communicating, but, but participating uh, uh, this year um, because of concerns of uh, basically sort of like the issues that they had last year um, and, and the way that E3 is, is the ESA is trying to move E3 into a, a new direction. And, and he just feels like uh, that, the, that his uh, approach doesn't fit with what they're trying to do anymore. So he is just not going to do his event uh, this year. Uh, Joe, what do you think, man? Yeah, lots of thoughts here. I could give the guy a break. I can give the guy um, a clear pass here. You know, he deserves to, to take off if he wants to. Um, regardless of if the industry does something weird or something that he's not totally in tune with. The guy's been doing this for 25 years straight, they've been saying, if, yeah. I, remember, if I was reading right. He's been, but, attending, he's been attending for 25 years. Yeah, like that's that's, a, that's pretty amazing. You know, I, for someone like me, after you know a couple of years, I might have said, hey, I'll take a one-year break. I'll be back next year or something. And I'm not saying because it's boring or that's too much because I'm. it's a lot of fun. It looks like a lot of fun. looks really cool. Um, and I'm sure you, you'd miss it not being there. I'm sure he'll, I believe he will miss not being there this year. Um, but if anything, out of 25 years, yeah, I can see you just taking a break just for that reason alone, but it doesn't help when you have the, uh, resurgence of discussions around the relevance of E3 and how it's starting to change yeah. now where it's not become a real platform of this is the place where games uh you know are broadcasted to the world the new games the new uh, era of gaming the next thing it's like there's other venues for this now there's other opportunities now for cool things to happen and so e3 still is a is a, is a place that uh, many people come to but it's not as relevant as it used to be where it's like it was the scene it was the E3 that we used to all talk about, like, oh my gosh, everything's happening there. Yeah. Now there's other places for it. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, he, I think him leaving it makes it even more now a question of relevance, like just having a, a, a well-known household name like like that um, ditching out. Um, doesn't mean he's not coming back forever, just means he's ditching out for this year. But regardless, it doesn't help that PR and that perspective there. But the guy deserves a break, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, he's doing... Good work. Uh, I know that he's still gonna cover whatever major announcements sure. are, are done. Um, uh, I'm actually like, in my opinion, Joe, the Game Awards last year um, to me yeah. actually had more cool stuff to show than E3 because you know we saw a few announcements, we saw uh, a few you know new things and and just comparing it to E3 just really didn't E3 didn't really deliver anything last year. We had a Microsoft conference that was, you know, there and they, they showed the same thing that they showed the, the previous year. And they, they, they showed the Cecil, you know, video for the, uh, uh, for the uh, Xbox. X. Yeah. But they actually showed the box at the game awards. Right. So you can actually see that shift right there. Right. Where you know they showed a motherboard on uh, at E3, but at the Game Awards, let's they show the box. Yeah. So uh, things are shifting, uh, and they're moving in a very interesting direction. Uh, this year, this year is gonna be a very defining year for gaming. Uh, I've been saying that since last year. 
uh, you know, and, and we're seeing it with that. So uh, he, I think there's going to be some major changes to the ESA and how uh, they conduct their business. I don't know if GameStop is going to be around, you know, the next year. Yeah. That it's, you know, it's a I, mark. It, yeah, it's a question mark. Exactly. So who's going to fill the void that GameStop's going to, you know, leave? I really dislike going to Walmart. So, I'm, you know, Walmart's probably not going to be it for me. Best Buy has a nice program for rewards. Yeah, Best Buy rewards program is probably the best rewards program out there, in my opinion. Uh, you know, if you're if you like to shop, you know, shop locally, uh, Target usually has some pretty good game sales. True. You know, it's a uh, it's and they price take. match. Yeah, exactly, and they price match. Uh, GameStop doesn't price match. Nope. It's it, you gotta get with the times, right? It's it's one of those things. Um, but with the new consoles coming out, Joel, uh, Jeff not covering the event, uh, Sony not being there. Uh, at least physically, right? Uh, who knows? Le- Sony may come up the same day, the day after Microsoft uh, does their press conference and just does a Twitch stream of mm-hmm. like a reveal, right? They don't, they don't care. Um, but it's, uh, man, I am really excited. <laughs> I am really excited because there's a, there's a lot of things happening. Uh, there's a lot of new things happening. And 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 the the mold is being broken, right? And and uh, and, and there's a shift. And I, it feels it feels like when when the Dreamcast came out and the PS2 was about to you know get revealed and was about to come out. So so it kind of feels like that. It's uh it's uh, we're we're at that point. It's it, it feels like there's gonna be a major shift, and um and I can't I can't wait and see what's what's gonna happen but yeah i'm gonna you know jeff keely he he put a uh, put a good show out there but i guess we'll see him at the game awards uh and and whatever other, other events he decides to attend uh but it, it this is a big deal this is a big it deal is. for sure yeah so we shall see what's gonna happen with that uh joe the other uh, little bit of piece of news that i have here is that uh disney wants to find more partners out there and they're going to try to expand their uh, video game properties. So as of now, you know, of course we know that they have the partnership with EA Yep, um, that expires. in I think two years, I think expires 2023 because that, that deal started on 2013. Um, so it, it has uh, three more years left or, you know, two and a half years left. And of course we know that, and of course we know that, yep, that uh, that they are with Square doing Kingdom Hearts. So those are the two major uh, developers that they have, and they have, of course, Sony with Spider Man on the PlayStation. Uh, But they're looking to uh, not not necessarily give away their properties, but they are they're making strategic decisions on how to. Uh, expand their uh, their gaming portfolio. Uh, very interesting news. Uh, we know that Disney they've basically closed all, all of their internal gaming studios. Uh, so everything that's done, it's done on a on a developer basis. You know anything that 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 was done on Jedi Fallen Order was all 
uh, Respawn, EA, everything that's Kingdom Hearts, it's all Square Enix. So uh, they're looking for partners, man. Uh, and they're also looking to expand into uh, their their Fox or, or 20th Century Studios properties uh, like The Simpsons, Aliens, and Die Hard. So um, the, I know that there's an Avatar game that's been in development for forever. And that's supposed to come out when the movie comes out, when the next movie comes out. So we'll see. But it's uh, exciting, dot, dot, dot. Because we at this point we don't know who's gonna be involved with these games, uh, you know. Clearly, uh, Square Enix is a competent developer. They're uh, they're definitely gonna make it happen. Uh, I'm sure that the partnership with Sony and Spider Man continues because I'm sure there's right. gonna be a sequel for that. Uh, and maybe I don't know if they're looking. I don't know what their uh, what their the strategy is with with Star Wars, right? But I would love to see. Um, you know, someone like Santa Monica do like the, the God of War people do a Star Wars game. That would be nuts. Oh. So uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, but cautiously optimistic because, you know, we, we've seen this happen before and we these things have been all, all over the place. But Joel, what do you think, man? So here's the thing. You have Disney owning so many intellectual properties, so many successful properties under their umbrella. Uh, you know, some of the best, uh, most well-renowned stories that pit people, you know, of all generations, all different walks of life, all different cultures. Um, and yet they've not broken into the gaming space in, in a very strong uh, way. They have, a, they have a presence there, as we've talked about. They've, they've always been there. Um, but when it comes to Disney, they like to win on every front. I mean, it's like they want to be winners at the theme park, winners at, at, in the film box office. You know, they've, they've got their music and their TV channel and all this okay. kind of stuff, right? Disney's trying to, to win everywhere. And the gaming space is something that they have not made the biggest splash, but they've definitely been uh, existent. And I think it's time for them no longer to exist, but to really, it, it's wise, right? Like it only makes sense. Why aren't they um, making more efforts to pitch their IPs to other developers and, and, and see like, hey, guys, like, do you, any of you guys want to get involved on some of the stuff we have? And just throw it out there, throw the fleece out there and see what, what people say, see how people respond to it. It's a smart position that, that they're putting themselves in. It's a smart uh, way of, of publicizing that from this, uh, these remarks that was put out there in, in the news. And so hopefully... From this, you know, Disney does start to kind of build a larger course of action of this IP is going to go to this guy and, that, and not just start selling them off. I'm not saying that we're, make, we're dealing all, them off, really, because it's still going to belong to Disney, but like being um, intentional about how they uh, really make a splash in the gaming space because there's so much you know, richness again there. You know, Kingdom Hearts yeah. is great. There could be so many other great uh games to that capacity with other developers and to your point like i mean the santa monica and you know, not you own star wars star wars alone you could have like four or five different games that could be in development easily uh you know alone yeah. there so you know there, there's a lot more to be done there's a lot more to be explored yeah i i can understand where they came from when when they gave uh when they had when they did the partnership with ea uh, it was kind of disappointing, right? Sure. Because we we've all known at that point that you know what what EA EA's EA, right? Yeah. Um, but 
uh, at the same time, I know that they probably didn't want to want them to compete. Um, that wasn't the case back when 2005, when we had the Revenge of the Sith game, we had Battlefront 2, and we had uh, Republic Commando. So mm-hmm. we had three Star Wars games made by three different studios. Uh, you know, completely different companies, all published by LucasArts back then, mm-hmm. but but they were all done by different studios. Um, they 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 could do something like that, right? Where you know they, uh, based on on what uh, I guess the last we heard from Iger, and now based on the performance that uh, that the Jedi Fallen Order had, uh, they're I guess happy with EA. So, uh, I would like, but I would still like to see other studios tackle Star Wars, like you know, an Ubisoft or you know, Santa Monica, like I mentioned. Um, right. Though those studios would be would be fantastic. So, um, you know, Ubisoft, they they could definitely do some really interesting open world with with Star Wars. So, uh, open world stuff. So that would be interesting to see. Um, but yeah. I mean, on other properties like Marvel, I know that, you know, that we got that Avengers game coming out now in September, of course. Um, they just announced that 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 uh, collector's edition today that I showed you. It looks pretty nice. $200. I mean, it's still a lot of money, but, you know, it's pretty neat. It comes from an actual, you know, yeah. an actual foot tall statue of, of, of Cap. So uh, it's pretty nice. Um, so, so we see interesting stuff out there happening, and we see the, how they're trying to diversify. Um, you know, Marvel's again going back to the to, to Disney. It's the the that's the best example we can give right now is that you know Square Enix is doing Avengers, um, Sony is doing Spider Man. Spider Man is in Avengers uh, as a PlayStation exclusive character, but mm-hmm. it's not the same Spider Man that's on the game. So you can do that, right? Um, they could yeah, do yeah. that. They could, they could do the same thing with uh, with Star Wars for sure. Yeah. So, um, EA got lucky, uh, and so far they've they produced three games. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront Two is good. It's a good game. It's it's definitely leaps and bounds better than the first one. Um, and and um, and and Fallen Order, uh, it's one was one of my favorite games last year. So, um, you know, if they if they keep it up. So you know, hopefully, it can can keep producing uh, quality products. But I would like to see other other uh, people tackle Star Wars as well. So, yeah, uh, we shall see on that. Uh, other than that, Joe, I don't know if you have anything else on your end, man. But it's a it's a slow news week. Yeah, it was a good time though, of course, as always. And guys, we appreciate you taking time of your day to listen, watch us here on No Load Time. So go ahead and make sure you're subscribed to the show. We're on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Of course, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. In addition to all of that, we also want to encourage you guys to stay following us on social media. So we're at No Load Time. It's at No Load Time on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Also, feel free to send in any emails to noloadtime at gmail.com. That's noloadtime at gmail.com. Questions, comments, feedback. Uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's always wonderful and welcomed, and we appreciate it. And, yeah, we've got a lot more to talk about going forward. I'm sure some more news will drop between now and next week. Uh, of course, Open and I will probably be watching our uh, Sonic um Sonic uh, movie this weekend. So, um, yeah, that would be pretty cool to, to see our, our reaction to that movie come 
next week. So stay tuned for that, guys. But of course, as always, it's a pleasure. We'll see you on our next episode. Thank you again, guys. We will see you next time.